and welcome back to Kidman Talk number 121. Hi, this is Carl Bastian, your host here on Kidman Talk, coming to you from kidology.org. Hey, I'm really excited today. I want to talk to you about how to impact every kid in your ministry. You know, Sunday mornings are crazy. You're putting out fires. You're dealing with so many nuts and bolts things. That's why you're there, just to make sure it all runs smooth and to fix whatever breaks on Sunday morning. Aren't Sundays crazy? But you never want to miss the kids in the midst of the ministry. And so I want to talk to you about that. I also want to give you an update on our church's integration of KidCheck into our ministry. Boy, the bells and whistles that I am discovering have been absolutely amazing. And I want to give you a little update on that in case you're looking for a better check-in system than perhaps what you currently have. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, sit back and chill. And let's talk Kidmin. All right, hey, this is Carl Bastian, and uh, Sunday mornings, they are, they're crazy. I mean, right, isn't it amazing? Everything can be set up and tested and working great on the end of the work week, and you come in Sunday morning, and like, what happened? Like, just this last Sunday, I got there, I'm turning on our set and our TVs and the computer and the amps and all that, and I couldn't get any sound to come out of my sound system. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? And I finally got up on a ladder, went up to the speakers, our new speakers that are in our room, and they'd been turned off. Now, I don't waste time worrying about who climbed up there and turned off the speakers. Probably someone meant well, either volunteers shutting down last week or someone during the week noticed a little light on. Who knows? Doesn't matter. My point is just that on Sunday morning, I spent 20 minutes trying to get sound to come out of our sound system. You know, that's every Sunday. There's something, right? And we're you know dealing with staff changes or resources or photocopies or whatever. We try to plan ahead, but Sunday mornings are just crazy. But that's okay. That's your job. That, that That's why you're there, right? You're the fireman there to put out the fires on Sunday morning. But the kids, the kids don't know any of that. In fact, they come uh, blessedly and appropriately clueless to all that goes into pulling off Sunday morning and all the stuff that's happening. They just see you and they're just excited to see you and their teachers and their volunteers that, that minister to them. And so we have to make sure in Kidmin, we keep the kid before the men, that we keep the children before the ministry because the kids, they are the ministry. That They are why we are there. But we can get so wrapped up in the nuts and bolts and everything that's going on that we can miss them. So I want to share with you uh, six principles on how you can impact every kid in your ministry on a Sunday morning. All right, are you ready for that? But before that, I just want to give you a quick update on KidCheck. We, as you know, I've been promoting and championing KidCheck for years on Kidology. Um, I wrote a blog post years ago about how KidCheck read my mind and they created what everything that I wished I had. And yet, ironically, I found myself in ministry situations where I couldn't use it because our church was already using uh, a database system that transcended children's ministry and involved the finances of the church and the adult small groups and all these other things. And the children's check-in was a part of that system. And yet there were things about it that just drove me crazy, all right? Well, we use CCB, which is Church Community Builder. I don't want to knock them. I have friends that, that love them, and they're constantly coming out with improvements and things. And yet there were just some things that when I switched to KidCheck, I was like, ah, oh, 
finally, because KidCheck is solely focused on kids check-in, child security. They're used throughout the country, not only in churches, but often in other places as well because of the excellence they bring. Now, if you're not using a kid's check-in system, then you need to be using something because we have this sacred responsibility and stewardship for every kid who comes into our care that we return them to the same person that dropped them off or to an authorized person. So Kid Check does that like all the others probably do where you know parents check in and then they get a tag with a number and at checkout you match the number with the kids and you don't release a kid unless they've got that uh, pair uh, paired up thing, but KidCheck goes so far beyond that. Beyond just the parents checking in at iPads or computers, they can download the KidCheck app. They can manage their kids' information, uh, approved or unapproved uh, volunteer or guardians to pick them up. They can put in allergies and things, but they've got something even better than that. Recently, they released what they call Express Check-In. We have a check-in printer. We decorate it with balloons and a little sign that says Express Check-In because parents can actually check in their kids, do all the picking of classes and who's there and who's not there at home. They can do it in the car. Well, hopefully they're not driving. Their, their spouse is driving. They can get it all ready to go. So when they walk up, our print hub senses their phone, their little check-in button turns green. They hit the green button and boom, their stickers come out. So we have a little bell we got. We ring the bell, we celebrate express check-in and other parents like what what just happened We're like oh they got to skip the lines it's like a fast pass at an amusement park they're like how can i get express check-in so it's been a lot of fun and um, that's been a big highlight but there's a couple other key things in other check-in systems that i have used setting up a special event has been a pain i mean it has taken all kinds of work assigning classes and times and rooms and resources and and checking little boxes and all these different places that frankly it wasn't worth doing and so we would still do a secure check-in but we would do it with a clipboard and signing out or or hand printed pick uh, stickers our backup stickers because this was worth the hassle with kidjack i'm able to create a special events program that anytime we have a special service or a special event, boom, I just run that and I'm good to go. I don't have to worry about what day of the week it is and I don't have to pre-set up the times. It just runs and it's fabulous. In fact, for our small groups, our adult ministry, we actually do paid childcare um, so the families can just come and drop the kids off. And that was a challenge because the gals who do the child care, you know, they're teenagers and they're great with the kids, but they wouldn't always put their hours on when they started or when they left. And we wouldn't have a list of the kids because the parents would just send the kids and then we'd have first names. Man, I just created a child care program. We can run anytime and boom, we have all that regular information, but with paying the paid care, it's like their time clock. Not only do they check in, but unlike the kids who check out with a tag and then electronically we do a bulk checkout, they actually are required just to check out with KidCheck. They put in their number again, they hit check out, and boom, we have an electronic record of when they started working, when they didn't. We print that, we pay them, and it's so much smoother. In fact, then recently, you may have caught this on my Facebook page, I got put in charge of youth. Our youth pastor, associate pastor, became our lead pastor recently, and as an interim, they said, hey, Carl, would you run the youth? I'm like, of course, I love youth, and I wanna support my new pastor. But the youth, I mean, they, their parents don't bring them in. They don't want to do iPads because um, they're big kids, right? So they go straight into the youth room. They bring a friend. We didn't have information on a lot of these awesome teenagers. Uh, we didn't have a we had a count of who was there, but we you know we're not going to match stickers. Well, KidCheck has what's called a self 
check in. And it's so awesome. Once we manually check in a kid once, they go on this manual check-in, um, self-check-in, I mean, and they just look for their name, put a little X by their name, but there's a barcode. And then we literally can just take our phone and your phone can be a check-in station. And we just scan the barcodes of the kids that are there. Boom, they're all checked in. Do a mass checkout later. And it is phenomenal. And then the cool thing is that now it, KidCheck integrates through the magic of something called an API. It interacts with our database. So when a kid or a family is added through KidCheck, boom, it magically appears in our CCB database. So we used to have, have new visitors, you know, fill out a piece of paper, and then we were typing it in and trying to decipher their Egyptian hieroglyphics that they put on their sign-in sheet. No, our guests now, they go right to the Mac computer that we have set up there, an old laptop. They can just type in everything themselves. They create their KidCheck account, and boom, it creates a CCB profile at the same time. And so they have a sticker instead of a temporary sticker. They look like a regular kid. That's why we put the smiley stickers on our guests so we know who they are, but that's in a different video. And it's so wonderful. And lastly, I just want to say the reports that KidCheck has are amazing. Reports in the past have always been so hard, I didn't bother doing them. They were just so complicated. KidCheck has all these pre-made reports with bar graphs and pie charts of who's where and what percent and color-coded, and I become a report geek. And so if you haven't uh, don't have a check-in system or you're frustrated with the one you have, if you use CCB, it integrates with KidCheck. KidCheck can let you know what other uh, database systems they integrate with. That list is constantly growing. Um, go to kidology.org forward slash KidCheck and you'll get a percentage off your whole first year just for being a Kidology member. Well, I, I could go on and on about KidCheck. There's bells and whistles you just have to discover um, that make it such a delight to work with. And in fact, their support is incredible. With some other systems I've used in the past, there was no support on Sunday morning. If you had a problem on Sunday morning, tough luck. You could email support on Monday and they might call you by Thursday. Um, but KidCheck is right there. They've got people to help you out. We had an internet issue that wasn't related to KidCheck. It was related to our own a wireless setup and they helped us resolve that even though technically it really wasn't their issue it was with our technology at our church um, but they're experts and they delight in helping you succeed so check it out but but let me transition and just say that you know a safe and secure environment that that's important right but that's not why we're there I mean our job is not to just provide a safe, secure environment for our kids. Now, yes, that's the foundation, parents coming, they wanna know that we take that responsibility seriously. They don't wanna have any worries while they're worshiping. But once we have the kids and they're in that safe, secure environment, it they're there to be ministered to, right? And as I was saying at the beginning, we get we get uh, you know crazy with all the stuff that we have to deal with, the, the hustle and the bustle of Sunday morning, excuse me, and so we have to make sure we don't miss the kids. So I want to share with you quickly six things. And I've got some cool stuff to show you of how do you impact every kid in your ministry on a Sunday morning? How do you make a relational connection with every kid? Now, let me just say the asterisk. If you have an especially large church, I mean, you've got hundreds of kids or perhaps thousands, then you cannot personally impact every single kid, but you can train your team so that they're doing these things and so that 
um, every kid does get impacted by a volunteer. But I'm in a church with, a, with I think, around 200 kids and volunteers on a Sunday morning, and it is possible to connect with every single kid. So, you know, I love acronyms. I even made an acronym for acronym, a crazy riddle of nuggets, yielding meaning. And so I have the word impact. How do we impact kids? And I want to just fly through those six letters with six principles. The first one is to include them. When kids go to church, they don't want to just watch. They want to participate. Roger Fields uh, says, said for years, and I've snagged his saying, turn spectators into participants, all right? Kids don't go home talking about what they learned. They go home talking about what they did. And so you need to include them. But this is not just in your service. Obviously, when you're teaching, you have kids up on stage, you're doing things out on the stage, you're playing interactive games. But I'm talking about include kids throughout the morning. As you're walking down the hall, if you're putting up posters or you're picking up trash or you're you know, passing out flyers, if there's kids around, grab them, include them, make them a part of what you're doing on a Sunday morning. Because when a kid is included, he feels special, he feels part of what's going on, and it just engages them. And they end up having this connection with you because you included them in what you're doing. The M is to make them laugh. All right, kids love to laugh. In fact, my, my recent little toy that I got is this little fist bump <laughs> that goes on your finger. And I got these on Amazon. I got a bunch of them for super cheap. Now, if you're listening on iTunes, it's a little plastic fist that goes on the tip of your finger. And I go around fist bumping the kids. We took a family out to church, uh, lunch after church Sunday. And as the three little kids arrived, I was fist bumping them with this. And even adults at other tables were cracking up because it's just funny. So I always try to look at what is a way that I can help kids laugh. You know, whether it's keeping a a peeper in my in my pocket all the time. Hello there, how you doing? Welcome to Kidman Talk. These peepers are fantastic. You can do a, uh, a talking dude, you can do a fish, you can do a little spider when you visit the preschool room and he goes on the table and let the kids squish the spider and then you just keep talking and he springs back to life and they all squeal. Um, or you can even do the crab, all right, where you use both hands, but of course the crab, he walks sideways. By the way, the manufacturer of the really good peepers um, is going out of business. And so um, we snagged up some of the last ones. So if you don't, if you don't have any peepers, you got to get them now or you'll be stuck with those cheap plastic ones um, that are made overseas and are not good, aren't, aren't bendable and adjustable. Just go to kidology.org forward slash peepers and, uh, and snag some because when we're out, I think we're going to be out for good. So, uh, but you want to make the kids laugh and that has to do with your wearing wigs or hats or crazy outfits, just your antics. It's just a fun disposition. As you walk down the hall, I have this thing with the kids where none of the kids can give a high five in my church. I greet them and I just keep missing and I've got a little pattern they can't figure out. It's not just back and forth, but I'm not going to give away my pattern. And once in a while, when a kid manages to connect, oh man, they celebrate. They go around bragging about it that they gave Pastor Carl a high five. And um, so just interacting with the kids in a fun way. I shake their hand, say, are you nervous? And it doesn't matter what they say. If they say yes, you say, I can tell you're shaking. If they say no, you go, really? Well, you're shaking. Just those little jokes like that make them laugh. It creates a relational connection. And when the time comes for you to teach, they're so much more receptive. I've always said laughter is a highway to the heart. It opens up the heart. And when the heart's open, the mind is open as well. So include them, make them laugh. The P is play with them. All right. 
kids get up in the morning wondering, what are they going to get to do? How are they going to get to play? Like we get up in the morning thinking, oh man, I got so much to do today. Play for us is a break from work. For kids, work is a break from play. And so we need to have a spirit of playfulness. And this does not just mean your game during your lesson. Of course, that, that's essential. That's important. And that's part of engaging kids and including them. But playfulness goes beyond that. You know, it's walking around um, with different little fun things. I recently got these little... <laughs> squeaky dog toy for my dog. I got a bunch of them because if he bites it just right, he ends up looking like he's got a whole bunch of teeth. But I looked at it and said, this would be funny. You take it to church, you're tossing around, you're playing with it, having a little pocket toy. Um, it's just so important. You know, whether it's a fidget spinner that kids love and carrying one of those in your pocket. If, as you have a playfulness, you visit the little kids' rooms and do little magic tricks with the with the little toys, making them disappear with a little sleight of hand, and you don't have to be a magician to fool the preschoolers, all right? They're easy. And you just, as you play with them, you have fun with them. Even as you're dealing with problems, you know, you see a kid, you just smile, high-five them, um, play with them. It just engages them. The A this is a big one. This one's a hard one. Acknowledge each child. Make it your goal to acknowledge every child in some way. All right. I recently had an article in Children's Ministry Magazine. You can look it up on Kidology called The Eyeball Game. I try to make eye contact with every child in the room when I am teaching, anytime I'm up front. But beyond even the eye contact, whether it's high fives, whether it's greeting them, whether it's dropping their names when you're teaching, just going, hey, Billy, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, whoa, he said my name. And that's the highlight of his day, that you called him out in the middle of the lesson. Now, don't put him on the spot with a question because he might not have been listening, but you just call him out and you just drop names. And as you acknowledge every child, they go home feeling like they were noticed. You knew they were there. They, their, their pastor, their teacher notices them and likes them. And that's so important. The C is to challenge them. We are doing more than just entertaining and playing in a safe and secure environment. All right. Our teaching needs to be more than just passing on knowledge. I mean, I want the kids to know how many books are in the Bible and how many are in the old and the new, but that's not going to impact their life. So I want to teach them things, but I want to challenge them. So if we have a, a day where we're talking about the Bible, we're learning how it's structured and how it's formed and what Biblios means in the Greek and all that, that's all great and important. But then I got to challenge them. I've got to pull into the audience. I pull my chair out. I have the kids huddle around and I'll give them a challenge. I, before you eat this week, you need to read your Bible, even just a little bit, one chapter at the most um, before you eat, because we never forget to feed ourselves, but we often forget to feed our soul. So some little challenge every week, a practical challenge. And the next week you can ask, hey, who took my challenge? Who who was able to do it? We call it a quest right now um, in our ministry, fitting our theme. But you always want to challenge them. And the last one is to talk with them, not at them. All right. I'm going to give you a challenge. Next time you're at church, I want you to walk up to a group of kids that are gathered around talking. And when you walk up to them, don't say anything. They'll, they'll kind of look at you because they expect grownups to come up and just take over and just juggernaut through. doesn't matter what they were talking about because the grownups got something more important. So try to just walk up to them and just stand there. And if it gets really hard, you can go, no, nothing. No, I'm just, just listening. And they'll slowly resume their conversation. When you can walk up to a group of kids and they no longer stop, 
They no longer divert their attention that you know you're in because you have learned, earned the right to be a part of that conversation and listen to what they're talking about and then join in and talk about that as well. If you don't know anything about what they're talking about, um, learn about it that week or just ask them questions. You know, when we go up to a group of adults in the lobby that are talking, we don't just walk up and start talking, right? We sometimes stay back a little bit. We kind of listen. Is that a private conversation? Then we kind of come in and we listen. We may offer kind of a small comment or joke and kind of see how it goes before we launch into a story, right? Because we we respect that this conversation was taking place before we got there. Well, why don't we do the exact same thing with kids? So join kids in their conversations. Talk about what's important to them. Talk about what they're talking about. And then when it comes time for you to talk as the leader up front, they're going to listen to you because you listened to them. So if you want to make an impact on every kid this next Sunday, make sure you include them in what you're doing, not just on stage, but in your running around and taking care of things. Always stop and and notice them and include them make them laugh think what can i do that's just funny do i have a goofy hat or a funny wig um do i have some silly glasses that i could put on uh these are my minecraft glasses i play better when i have these on um you know you just think of what can i do to play with them and it's remember it's not just games it's a spirit of playfulness acknowledge every kid high fives notice them use their names make sure every kid knows that you know that they know that you know that they know that you know that they are there and that will make a huge difference make sure you challenge them because that makes a connection not only to them but that can potentially impact their week and make sure you talk with them and not just at them make sure your teaching is conversational and interactive and if you do that you're going to have an absolutely great time and you are going to impact every kid in your ministry hey i hope you're enjoying kidman talk i'm going low tech i've got my logo right there on the on the shelf behind me just filming in my office because i want to do this more often so if there's a topic you'd like me to address you just reach out to me at carl at kidmantalk.com. You can tweet me at kidmantalk or at kidology. Of course, go to our new Kidman Talk Facebook group and I'll connect with you there. Thanks.